Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 205DGS. If you're listening on uh, the classic 1120 AM, you can do better than that. If you're anywhere around Highway 40 and anywhere between the rivers, you can listen to 98.7 FM or you can download the Odyssey app, which is what you should do. And then you have not only my show that you can podcast or you can listen to in real time. You can pause it. You can rewind it. But you can listen to thousands of other shows and uh, sometimes on the way home, I'll pop on like CNN or, you know, something like that. Uh, so that's uh, go to odyssey.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Boom, boom, boom. So now we're going to continue with Halloween. That'll start at 420. I was going somewhere with this. Oh, trick or treaters. Hmm. Yes. Uh, hmm. Okay. So there's a, a question going around. At what age, if any, do you think it's appropriate to cut off a trick or treater and not let them get candy from your house? Oh, I don't know that I would ever have the drama of that because I grew up with it. My mm-hmm. my mom and dad feared uh, teenage trick or treaters more than Nazis, and so like <laughs> that was a big thing for me as a kid. Like Jack, he's got to be six feet tall, and I'm like, <laughs> give the brother some candy, man. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was a thing in my childhood. I would never turn someone away. I've had a few. Groups, I was I wasn't uncomfortable with like they're going to kick my ass, but <laughs> like they were clearly teenage boys who mm-hmm. just you know yeah threw on a jeans jacket instead of my dad or something yeah. Uh, but I would think twelve, thirteen, you should be starting to to think about staying home and giving out the candy. You're you're about on par with everyone that was surveyed in this in this like study I looked at. Most people said. Oh, there's not really a cutoff age because even if they're, let's say they're 14 and they're still going out trick-or-treating, I'm just happy that they're holding on to their innocence and they still want to do that and they're not out getting into trouble on Halloween night, provided the kids aren't out there stirring up Ironically, trouble. Ironically, yeah. Right, and they're mm-hmm. they're providing a good example for the little kids who are trick-or-treating. When did you guys stop? About I that. I didn't really trick-or-treat. Probably 12. <laughs> I feel like 12 was really? my last year. Yeah, which, which... I think sixth grade was probably my last year. So mm-hmm. whatever you are, 12, really? 13. Yeah. My, huh? mom, my mom definitely turns me. Yes, I was away. really into the candy. Like, How long I, did you I, I, think, I think my freshman year in high school was our last year we did it. <laughs> what a weenie. I know. <laughs> Kevin's still going out. I mean. <laughs> He's like, I'm a baseball player. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a ghost. My Let's uniform. Go. I've got a bat and a hat. <laughs> did you go out any longer than your pals? <laughs> no, no, no. It was the group of us. Yeah. You know, we just figured, what the heck, go get some free candy. So yeah. was it, did you dress up? Yeah. Mm. I mean, we didn't really, we're like Dave, we didn't go over the top. I think I threw on a blonde wig and said, I'm David Lee Roth. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the parents are like, who? Yeah, Jack and Francis would have been terrified of you. 
<laughs> calling the cops. Uh, yeah, my, my mom will be turning people away tonight. She turns people away. Oh, really? Sometimes. Does she really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What does she say? She's like, you're too old. Get out of here. <laughs> like, my mom is. Wow. My mom is not afraid to speak her mind on an issue. Mm. And she, she'll, she'll, she'll tell you, get out of here. You're too old. No, no, mm. no. I don't like this. Mm. <laughs> what if yeah. it's just a really tall seven-year-old? <laughs> we, we had that problem last year. There was one kid in the neighborhood who was like a kid, but he's like real. He like hit a growth spurt earlier or something. And the kid's like six, two. And she's like, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. And my wife who triggered, who gives out the candy with her is like, I, I think we'll just give her, just give him something. Just give him one or two things. And mom's like, I guess <laughs> I get, Hey, you, you, you Under take protest, it out of, here's your yeah. tricks. She's like, you take it out of your bucket. It's not coming out of mine. <laughs> And uh, Gen Z wants to see less sex on the screen. Yeah, I was both surprised and not surprised by this. Um, They did a survey recently and most of Gen Z said, yeah, we could do with less sex scenes. We don't really see the point of them. We'd rather watch shows and movies that are more centered around uh, platonic friendships than we would romances necessarily. (laughs) And even if it's a romance, why do you have to have the sex scene? Which is kind of how I feel too. Yeah, we've had that discussion. I've never seen a sex scene in a movie and been like, I am so glad they included this in here. I I, Maybe I'm a prude, but just in general, it's like, well, this is going to make it difficult for me to like watch this with a parent or something. (laughs) Like I, my, my dad was over a couple months ago and I put on Gladiator and then we're about 10 minutes in the movie and I realized like, oh, there's like some inappropriate stuff in this movie. I don't want to watch this. So I ended up changing it to something else because it's just like, you don't want to have that awkward moment of like, suddenly you're watching a love scene. Dude, with every time a I family, member. every time I get weeside, my mom's watching Caligula and I'm like, Oh <laughs> yeah. Just one Sunday. Can we just watch football? It's just about Roman history. <laughs> yeah. But the funny thing is though, is Gen Z is like, they have that show euphoria on HBO and the whole thing is about like drugs and sex. And these kids are getting into stuff you could never even imagine. And but when the reality is most Gen Z kids are like, eh, we're a lot more tame than that, and we don't really want to see it. Hmm. 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 Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. They'll get what they want uh, yeah. when they are the ones that have the most buying power. No kidding. Yep. Yeah. Which is going to happen. Eventually, yeah. It's weird, right? They're going to get gonna. elected. They're going to be making the laws. and So, uh, Wheels, you went to see Killers of the Flower Moon? I did. I did. It's good. Three hours and It's good, but it 40. should have been a five-part Netflix series. <laughs> Yeah. Like, seriously, you could have done five 45-minute episodes. And don't – I, I do think I'm – I'm not a person that hates long movies, but, like, there's a difference between Avengers Endgame where there's something happening all the time. It's like – versus a slower burn movie that is a real human story. That is like, this is really happening to people. It's a super good story. Um, I would recommend anybody that's even remotely interested to see it. It's, it's worth it. But – it is a movie that I think is hurt by the length. So Rach is getting on a plane in the morning and she'll be doing a 14 hour flight. That's the way I view this. Like if Rach gets next to in front of behind the wrong person or couple, that's going to stuck. And I just feel like when I go to see flower moon, which could be this, this week, my head's going to be on a swivel. Like who am I going to be sitting next to? that's going to annoy me for four hours. Mm. I mean, did you get that? Kinda. I mean, I put it on here that I have question about theater etiquette, and and man, you get that a lot. I know, and this is not like one that we talk. This is not like young kids in there, you know, being weirdos like kids are. But I, and I don't even know how old the person was in front of me. But they were there were no kids in there. There were no twenty yeah. somethings in there. It was you know thirties, forties, fifties, sixties, and above. I mean, it was not maybe even thirties was off the limits. It was it was a generally an adult crowd. Yeah. 
this woman coughed the whole freaking movie. Oh. Like two or three rows in front of us. And and I was like, okay, first of all, I'm not going to cough backwards. You know, I'm not, that, it's not like I'm sitting here going, I'm going to get whatever. And it may just be a chronic cough, right? It might not be that you have the COVID or whatever, yeah. but at some point, do you not get up and leave the movie theater out of consideration for other people? Yes. Yeah. Or if you have a bad cough, maybe don't go to a three-hour and 45-minute movie. Yeah. That's... I mean, it, well, I, I don't, I'm, I'm trying not to be a jerk because the person clearly is not doing it on purpose. But I kept thinking the whole time, at some point, aren't you going to get up and go mm-hmm. and, like, calm it down or get something? I uh, A couple of years ago, you guys will remember this. I went to a movie by myself at Frontenac, and I had a sniffer behind me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And yeah, and I could I could tell having OCD, I could tell he didn't have a cold. It was like a, a nervous tick. Oh, but it really annoyed the hell out of me. Totally ruined the experience. But then it was a bit cathartic for me because I'm like, well, what's this guy it's supposed to just never go to the movies? Right, right. It's not. It's not his problem. Yeah. I, I think maybe if you know you have a chronic issue that causes you to make a bunch of noise. Now coughing's a little bit different because coughing is very loud and intrusive. But like a sniff. Somebody across the theater from you is not going to hear you sniff. Did you probably. have some troubles over the weekend too? Something about teenagers? Oh, I I just keep seeing these stories and I keep seeing these TikToks of and I've had horrible experiences myself trying to go to the movies. I will not go to the movies on a Friday or a Saturday night anymore because it's just it's full of of teenagers that are just like running around screaming, fighting like. I just I I I'm wondering if they should start separating like teens only movie screenings where it's like a play place where you can just go bananas that you go nuts in there. It's totally fine. It's just a bunch of other teens in there and you're not ruining it for anybody else. And then you yeah, can have it, like an adults. Like it had adults the opposite only not- effect on me when I went to see the Demeter, the vampire movie. Oh. And so did every teen in the town. And it was so bad that an armed guard came in and I left after about 40 minutes. And I, mm-hmm. I just made a bargain with myself at that point. Like, I'm not going to any movies that might even possibly have teenagers in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I go Sunday mornings because there aren't any teenagers there. Sound, it makes it sound so old, but now you understand why people hated us when we were teenagers. But yeah. I, I know that me and my peers were not doing that. Like, there may have been yeah. some, there 100%. may have been teens doing that. But, like, me and the people that I hung out with, my friends, we were not acting that way. And it's just like I'm I'm sick of having it ruined and then having other people complain about how it's ruined for them. So it's like I don't know. I thought maybe like a teenager only screening. It's a pretty be, good idea. Yeah, just like like I said, you guys can go nuts in there and go crazy and do whatever you want instead of watching the movie. And then the people who paid you know fifty bucks of their own money, not their parents' money, to be there and and try and enjoy this movie that they were excited for, they can. Speed movies. Did you guys see that uh, evidently Disney is switching Snow White back to include dwarfs? Because uh, they went away from it at first. Yes, because of the trope about little people. Right. And Peter Dinklage got especially involved in it. And they were going to cast uh, 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 tall people. Yeah. And now it would appear they've gone back to dwarves, but it's CGI. And hmm. so... One of the only reasons to do that, uh, cast little people, was going to be so that little people actors could get these jobs. And so it was sort of like weighing out, like, okay, how offensive is this? 
versus, you know, putting people to work. And now it would, would appear they're being offensive and hiring no one because they're going to make them CGI and people are kind of losing it. Yeah, that's a that's a lose lose situation. I, I it's funny how you could. This guy's got an opinion on everything, doesn't he? Sorry, it's okay. I would just scrap right the whole ahead. movie at this point. Yeah, how about make something new? Yes, like come I up mean, with an original idea instead of remaking the same damn yeah. things all the time. They're clearly struggling. They clearly don't know how to handle it. The la- the woman who's playing Snow White doesn't even like Snow White. Have you guys seen that rumor that she's no. like talked so much crap on the original Snow White? Uh, and basically said it was like a silly, outdated story. So now she's playing Snow yeah. White in 2023, 2024, it's, whenever it comes it's out. Such a, it's such a, in a lot, I understand it because, again, boardrooms are like, well, what will make us the most money? But, like, redoing stories that are not of the current time is only going to bring problem after problem after problem because they were made in a different time under different sets of ethics, different yeah. sets of ideas. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Um, just one final thought here real quick, wrapping up uh, entertainment. Taylor Swift has evidently just reached billionaire status, uh, $1.1 And money's such a weird thing. It just really hit me. I know that, like, Elon Musk has PayPal and Tesla and all this, and Bezos has Amazon, which is why they have $250 billion. But you look at Taylor Swift, who has literally changed the economy and has done something in music, a pretty big industry that no one's ever done before. And the planet is obsessed with her. And she only has one billion. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like these guys will will gain or lose five, ten billion in a day. And it's taken her all this time and success to get to one. It Again, I'll never have anything that starts with a B, but... It just it just kind of goes to show you how different a billion is from like two hundred billion. Yeah, and man, she hustled for that billion. She sure too. did. I would say mm-hmm. that's all she earned it. Her, all her. And for Elon, and for some of the other really wealthy dudes that we're talking about, the you know the high end, like the Bezos, and those. Yeah, some of it's you, but a lot of it is things that are bigger than that, right? It's evolutions in technology and things that have changed in production and things that have changed in the world. When it's when it's an individual performer, it is them. That's it. It's their stuff. Two twenty four DGS Sweet Sixteen today, which is going to start early because of our Halloween programming. It'll start at three thirty, and we are going to do the best human villain in a horror movie of all time. Today's National Candy Corn Day, uh, which is on the list at number six of the most hated Halloween candies. That's What's crazy. more hated? I love candy corn. <laughs> I just love how he passionate just, you were about he that. Just well, I just, likes I, it because it's corn. I, <laughs> it's oh, got yeah. corn in the name. Yes. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about your and it's candy corn obsession. Come on, uh, candy corns at number six. Red hots or number five. Atomic fireballs, basically red hots, or number four. Dots. Or oh. number three. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those yeah. are lame. They're fine. <laughs> Dots are lame. <laughs> Dots are fine. Too much work for too little payoff. <laughs> Kevin sounds like he is eight years old. Yeah. Lame. <laughs> Kevin, jo- no, Kevin is 100% trick-or-treating tonight. <laughs> Jawbreakers no. are in number two. Uh-huh. All right. Um, and Yeah, jawbreakers were another thing that weren't allowed. My mom and dad would have rather given me a fifth of gin than have me eat a <laughs> yeah. jawbreaker. Uh, well, it's right there in the name. It's going to break your yeah, jaw. Yeah. Number one, Peeps. Oh, yeah. I used to love Peeps when I was a kid. And then I grew up and I realized these are trash. Yeah. And for Halloween? Yep. 
the like ghost are, ones. Peeps are not a Halloween thing. They, they're trying. Here's but, some uh, of the other ones that people hate. Mentos. Yeah, I never give that. Smarties. Like them. Oh, like them. Those are good. Uh, I didn't realize they're called nickel nip. That doesn't sound I'm sorry, right. what? What? Yeah. <laughs> N-I-K-L-nip, the wax bottles. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we just call them wax bottles from now yeah. on. I don't know. I mean, yeah, we'll I like that them, better. We'll call them wax bottles. <laughs> wax to- bottles. Tootsie Rolls, that's a great separator of people. Yuck. I like them. I do too. We had a okay. big box yeah. of them out on the counter at KMOX last week, and I was so excited thinking I was going to get some good candy, and then I realized it was that. But they got to be like fresh. Yes. Like they I have like, to be. Oh, I like them stale. Oh, I don't like I them. I don't mind them stale either. Cause too much work. You- yeah, if you work at it, the, Make the stale ones, all, yeah, yeah the stale ones are gonna get fresh again. I do like <laughs> the the fruity tooties. Ew, ew! Come you don't on. like those? God no! The you, fruit punch flavor? No, why don't you go to Japan? Um, <laughs> gladly. <laughs> lemon heads. Oh, those are good. Mm-hmm. Almond joy. Yeah, and yeah. then jelly beans. <gasps> no, plain old jelly beans have been ruined forever. Yeah, you because there's the so many good kind. jelly beans. Yeah, I don't know. I've, Starburst, Jelly Bellies, like all of the they just have actual flavor as opposed to like they're just different colors. Mm-hmm. I recently went to a Cracker Barrel country store, <laughs> and I, I I picked up a bag of Jelly Belly that are only the cherry kind. Those yeah. are good. Now, see, that's that's normal jelly beans, and those are great. No, no, I'm talking about the the generic Brocks. They're like you know the uh, how they're like the Easter colors, but they're like you're saying they're flavorless. Been, they've been improved on so much. Yes, yeah, exactly, exactly. I can't believe you freaks don't like fruity tooties. I don't even know what that is. It's like a tootsie roll, but they're fruity. Yeah, it's like a tootsie roll, but bad. Is that what they are called? Right. Instead mm. of chocolate, they are like weird fake they're fruit delicious. flavors. Yeah, uh, I I can get I can go with that. You know, I, I just like, didn't realize that's what their name was. I like the candy apple charms with the caramel center. Oh, never had them. Really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, realizing, We're on Game right now. I'm realizing it's fruity tootsies, not fruity tooties. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I said <laughs> nickel nip. So, <laughs> yeah, but that's what it's called. I didn't make. I didn't like. That wasn't a damnism. <laughs> like, are they going to call nickel nips? No, that's what the damn things are called. Two thirty-four DGS. Want to talk some sports? But can I tell you about? Uh, there's a new show on Netflix called Life on Our Planet. It's uh, Morgan oh. Freeman. Have you seen any of it? Yeah, my dog hates it. Oh, really? Too really? many animals. Oh, he hates hilarious. it. He attacks the TV every... Cybertooth tigers. Oh, it's... it's a Cybertooth? Look- <laughs> that, Cyber- that sounds Cyber- awesome. That's way cooler. Yeah, that'll be Someone in the future. Someone get that URL for me. <laughs> that'll be in the future. That's when AI comes. There'll be Cybertooth tigers. <laughs> That's no, I, funny. I, I want to watch it, and every time like a trailer will come on when you're scrolling down That's Netflix hilarious. or whatever... And my my dog R2 attacks the TV because he does not like other animals on his TV. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um, he also doesn't like fighting. When when people fight in movies, he gets mad and he attacks the TV. That's really like something. babbling or like a verbal Any, fight? Anytime he can see someone like, ah, like you know, that kind of thing, he just, ah. He wants to fight too. Yep. He wants he to does. be in the middle. He does. Yep. He wants to get in the mix. Yep. Well, you know how into this stuff I am. Yeah, it looks cool. And just this, the, the time spans are difficult to wrap your mind around. And a couple of them that I wrote down as I was watching it, there was when we first started growing plants. Okay. So there's, there's no photosynthesis. There's no green plants. There's just nothing. And the first plant to grow was a form of moss. And it basically blanketed the earth. And it was the only plant that was growing for 40 million years. What the world? So for 40 million 
okay, million years, just moss was growing. That was it. There are other times that for millions and millions of years, it was just volcanic activity. Uh, there have been, we're in the fifth mass distinct, uh, math extinction right now, I believe. The second one <clears throat> was like 408 million years ago, and 85% of all life died. So there were all these species that just, they're just gone. And the bloodlines cut off. And so who knows what life would have been like had those kept going. And it's just so fascinating to me. Whether you look at it from a religious standpoint, well, that's just the way God did it. He just decided to do it in the weirdest way possible and just kill everything five times over. Or if you're not a religious person and you look at it from just a scientific point of view. But, yeah, we're that four times before this, like 80, 85% of everything on Earth was just gone. And just... Whatever was left started over again. Okay, this is not meant to be like a gotcha question, but when they say that 85% of all species were wiped out, do we have evidence of all of them, or is it just an estimation of like this is what had to have been wiped out in an event like this? I don't know the answer to that. I'm guessing that like now there's like a trillion species. I'm guessing back then there weren't a trillion to keep up with. And so it was a little easier, and I'm guessing what they've done is said everything that we have found in the fossil record, everything we know about that was alive 400 million years ago, 85% of it didn't go on past this. Mm. Yeah, because, I mean, they they do have the studies that go, like, the layers of Earth and and how far down it goes based on the number of years. The number of years tells you how far down you need to go to find it, dinosaur bones, um, trilobites, whatever it is, they they know what was there, yeah. or at least what we found. I wonder if that's it. I wonder if it's just like a percentage based. Oh, on I'm kind of, sure. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure that there it's are still, things that we will never know about that walked the earth at some point. Yeah, mm-hmm. and during that phase when we had so much oxygen on the planet and everything was giant, there is a millipede called a something something that was ten feet long and three feet across. <laughs> You're going to ride that one. No. Millipede no. rides. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay, sports. So uh, the football club last night went down 4-1. to one, uh, But we have a uh, second game, game two of three yep. in Kansas City. Sunday. Yep. Any thoughts on that? Just Well, I mean, it's hard in a normal setting, right? Like, let's say this is year 10. You'd look at that last night and you'd be like, that sucked. That's a, I mean, like, what a crappy loss. What a terrible, like, if that were the Cardinals, the reaction would be different. I, I And maybe it is that to a, a fair number of people, but it's really hard to fixate on that when the overall first-year story has just been so good. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Sure. I mean, obviously, if they were to go down and lose Sunday and you get swept out of the playoffs, even though all of that great stuff happened, that's going to leave a, a sting at the end. Um, and I, you do get a little bit of a grace period anytime you're a newish franchise, and this is obviously as new as it gets. Uh, but I, I do think that that last night was really disappointing. Like, if you're a hardcore sports fan, you'd have to look at that and all the emotions on your side. The crowd is on your side. You've had the better team all season long. You beat them the last time around, and not to just—I mean, look, losing. We always talk about this in sports. Losing is one thing. Getting beat up and four to one is a big score yeah. in, in a soccer match. That would be a disappointing thing. And it would be considered kind of a I don't know how I, I don't know how I would want to put it because 
Again, I'm trying to keep the context of what the season has been out of this part because you can't go against the overall positivity of the year. That's going to be the end when it's all said and done, win or lose in this series. That's still going to be the big memory is that this was an amazing first year. No doubt. But in the moment, that was a rough loss. So I know there are a lot of KU haters out there. I'm a KU guy now because my daughter goes there, uh, which is interesting because Nick went to Mizzou. Uh, but in the Glover family, like, we have way bigger reasons to hate each other. So it's <laughs> like, you know, this is nothing. Uh, but when we went on the orientation, they took us by this little pond or lake in the middle of the KU campus. And they said, oh, when we XYZ beat a top 10 team or 20, whatever it is, we take down the goalpost, we throw it in that pond. Mm-hmm. And the last time it happened was whatever year. And it happened this weekend with KU beating Oklahoma, which this really pissed me off. I was watching it on FS1, and yeah, they just they went away from stopped it. and went to another yep, game. Because they had a lightning delay, so it was running an hour late. So oh, rather, I didn't realize right, that. So rather than making the people waiting for... Okay, I'm, I'm less pissed. No, no, no. I, you shouldn't be. Okay. People in this area should have kept that game. You've angered me even more. Because the uh I think it was it was a West Coast game and I think it might have been Washington San Oh, that's what it was. That's what it was. And and it was a big game. It was Oregon and Utah, number eight against number thirteen. That should have gone to most of the country. This region should have kept on the Kansas Oklahoma game. It was really frustrating. Yeah, that was that was a really bad call. And I don't know if it was a technological thing or what, or maybe it's a contractual thing. I don't know. Um because, it, you know, missing an, an hour of a weather delay is a big deal. I mean, that's yeah. going to make the game five hours instead of three and a half or four. But that's a huge mistake. There are way more people in this area that care about Kansas and Oklahoma than than Oregon and yeah. Utah. How are the Blues starting out? I, I guess it's a mixed bag. It's not anything that you want to get super excited about, and it's nothing to be panicked about. I mean, they're dead 500. They're 3-3-1. Three, three and one. Um, There are games where they look pretty good. There have been a couple of games where they've looked uh, bad, like uh, like on Friday when they lost five nothing at Vancouver. So you know Thursday they win three nothing in Calgary. Joel Hofer had his first shutout. It's like all right, that's pretty good performance. And then the next night it's just an ass whooping. And it's kind of been that way so far. They've kind of gone back and forth, right? So the first game was a good performance, but a loss in a shootout against a top team, Dallas. And then you had a good a win against Seattle. And then you had a bad loss to Arizona, getting beat six to two. And a good win over Pittsburgh, and then a bad loss to Winnipeg, and then a good win over K. It's been mm. that. It's been basically back and forth. It's different things each time, but this may be the dumbest thing I've ever said on the show. But uh, the Blues and the Cardinals remind me of each other in that, and this is only my perception. You tell me if I'm wrong. It seems like ownership, nothing wrong with it, but that ownership isn't cheap, but they're looking. To get lucky. They're not doing big giant payrolls or big giant stars. They're looking for uh, yeoman type players, good but not great, to play above their heads. Is that fair or unfair? Um, It's probably more. I don't think it's exact, but I think it's more fair of the Cardinals and the Blues. The Blues have been at the, at the, the salary cap. For years now, they can't spend more, even if they wanted to. They, in fact, part of their problem this offseason was there wasn't a lot of room to change what needed to be changed, which was to get a little bit more quality on the blue line on the defensive side. Um, and the NHL's had this problem now for a couple of years because the cap's not been growing for a couple of years. It didn't grow at all. And now it's it's been slowed ever since COVID. 
So they don't have as much room. It's like if COVID doesn't happen, all of these teams have a little, the cap goes up and you yeah. have room for a little bit more. But the Blues have been a cap team since Tom Stillman's group took over. So I'll give them credit for that. Um, the Cardinals, that is definitely one of the uh, complaints of a, of a portion of the fan base is they don't go far enough. That they go okay. I mean, like their payroll was two hundred million this year. When you account for um, guys that were hurt, contracts of players that you let go, whatever. So there, I think that was their cap payroll. Yeah, you know, that's what the cap their their uh, luxury tax payroll was. That's what you would get judged by by based on those rules. So it's fine. They're always this year. I think they were like fourteenth or fifteenth in payroll. Normally they're between like nine and twelve so in all they, of baseball. If they were a house, they'd be in Chesterfield. Very nice, but they're not shopping in. They're Ligue. not. Yeah, they're not the Yankees. They're not the Dodgers. They're not. You know, they're not spending like the Mets have spent. They're not doing that. They could do more, but they're also the team that if they get things wrong on the big level, it's gonna it's gonna hold them back. Like How it, much it would are you limit them. Uh, into the World Series? I love it. I love the fact that you know you've got two. Te- I mean, think of it this way: What's the best thing that can happen for baseball, or a better thing that could happen for a sport that shows fan bases? that from one year to the next, you could be bad and then win the championship because the Rangers won 71 games last year and the Diamondbacks won 68 and they are now playing for the World Series. Would you rather it be the 100 win teams where it's like, well, if you're not that, good luck to you, which is what it is in the NBA as an example. If you're not one of those top five teams, you're not winning the NBA championship. I think That's one of my knocks on uh, Formula One racing. Yeah. You know what a big fan of racing I am? It's the same three or four guys. Yeah. And I just get bored where it's like, oh, look, Verstappen won again. Yeah. How exciting. I mean, this is the third straight year that the National League team in the World Series had a win total in the 80s. So, and again, I'm not saying that that's necessarily the best teams in the playoffs, but that's not the point. What's better for the sport? Is it better to have an elite group of teams that are awesome to watch for everybody to pay attention to? Or is it better for 25 fan bases to look at this right now and say, I could actually see my team doing that next year. 251 DGS Halloween coming up at 420. Brought to you by Portlandia Big Believer Wine. With the Bigfoot on the label, you can get it at Schnooks or at the Wine and Cheese Place. Uh, a couple of segments ago, we were talking about the difference between uh, Taylor Swift working her butt off to get to $1 billion and Bezos and Zuckerberg having, you know, so much money. Uh, and then I saw this story. Mark Zuckerberg has lost $46.5 billion on the metaverse. And that if that were a freestanding company, it would be in the top Fortune 100. So he lost enough on the metaverse that if that were an entire company, they would be a Fortune 100 company, and yet he's worth more than he's ever been. So he was able to overcome a $50 billion loss, and he's still doing better than he's ever done. Same thing with Elon. That's what he did to Twitter, right? He paid $42 billion for it. Now they're saying it's worth eight, something like that, if that. It's amazing. Isn't that stunning, though? Really yeah. is. You make so much money, you just become immune to consequences. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> Being immune from consequences if, in any way, at any age, in any job is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what audio do we have? Okay, we can start with mine. I was watching 60 Minutes last night and Kamala Harris was on. They did a feature on her. And it was a pretty nice feature. It's one of the best uh, lights I've seen her in since she became vice president, I guess. And I think that was the point of the piece. Um, but they asked her about... Iran and well, I'll just let the audio speak for itself. And what's the message to Iran? Don't 
As President Biden said, just don't. Exactly. One word. Pretty straightforward. This whole don't thing that she and Joe are doing, it just doesn't, like, ring so well to me. I don't know. It just doesn't... I feel like they're saying, like, don't, and it's supposed to, like, strike fear into your heart, like, oh, okay, I won't. But I just I just don't perceive it that way, and I can't be the only person who's you going, like— You think it's like, campy? I think it's like campy. And I, I think they think they have a super strong message, and it just doesn't come across as that strong to me. Yeah. I think—I'm with you. I think that it's stupid. It's stupid to take something that is complex and t- turn it into something simple. I mean, your message to them shouldn't just be don't. You know, it's almost like you're trying to be too cool. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, the kids will like it if we just be like, don't. Like, no, no, it's you're supposed to be a serious person. You're supposed to be, you know, a dip, you're supposed to be skilled in, in diplomacy. Your message to them shouldn't just be one word. Your message to them should be something that's a little bit more nuanced, but also serious, right? One word, I mean, it's like a bumper sticker, don't. I feel like you're trying to be too much like Tommy Tough yeah, Guy. I feel like this is probably one of the most complex issues historically in maybe the history of the world. And so for like the president and vice president of the free world to like be giving one word answers to questions about it, it's just like can you can you act like you thought about it a little more? Do you feel differently, Dave? No, no. I, I hadn't uh pay that much attention to it, uh, you know, as you guys, but I would tend to agree that you're talking about the the possible start of, a, of another world war. It's one thing to have a moment where you go, you say don't three times, but when you then repackage that as like a campaign, that becomes the you're whole getting message. a little too close to like Cascade right. dishwasher detergent or something. From Although there. I do like the idea of their campaign slogan being don't. Yeah. <laughs> Biden Kamala 2024. <laughs> don't. Not a fan. Uh, I, like It would be one of those things if you just kind of used it while you're giving a speech for dramatic emphasis where you, say, where you would say, and listen, or you're whatever, whatever the preamble is to it. Don't and pause for a second to make the point and then say, don't take action in this. Don't get yourself involved. Don't work through um, these groups that we know you're funding. You know that like I, I just think it's it's a vast oversimplification. Again, it's just a, it's the it's false bravado that actually makes the point that your critics are throwing at you all the time. Got it. <clears throat> I just saw. One of the first images I remember from this was that very attractive young woman um, who was one of the first to be identified as like, oh, she was taken hostage. The woman from Germany? Yes, uh, a joint Israeli-German citizen. And they just found a piece of her skull. Sorry Mm. to be so graphic. But they found it and did DNA tests and were able to confirm that that was her. And they're relieved to at least know that, which I understand as a parent, like— it could be worse not knowing, um, but it, it just brings the whole horrific nature of it. You know, they found a piece of your daughter's skull. I thought that they had said, oh, no, she's fine. She's in a hospital somewhere. That's a different girl. OK, that's the one you're talking about who was in the back of the truck. Right. <clears throat> this is a different a different young woman. Mm. Yeah. Pretty terrible that you have to. Right. There's more than like one. This. Yeah. yeah, this is right. Not great. I mean, I feel like this week's going to kind of tell the tale. 
I mean, Gaza is down to like the breaking point now with fuel and water and, you know, humanitarian supplies and, and Israel continues, you know, the bombing and, and uh, the going in on the ground, although not as big and shock and awe as I think most of us were expecting. But I think that this week's going to kind of tell the tale. I, I think they're going to it's going to go one way or the other. It's, oh, go ahead. No, I, the whole thing. I mean, there's just there's just no simple or easy way out of it, mm-hmm. right? I mean, like doing nothing is not an answer because that's going to lead to more of what you just saw. But you know that doing something means that there are going to be casualties. There are going to be civilian casualties, which is the worst part. And I think it's probably a... a it's, a, it's the good part of the root of people that are anti-war, right? Because nobody wants to see innocent people killed. Um, but, I mean, it's it's been in every conflict in human history. And I'm not saying it's good. It's just, what's the alternative? What's the alternative to doing what they're going to be doing in, in Gaza? And, I, and I'm, I'm legitimately asking. I'm not saying there is no alternative. I've just not heard it. Yeah, let's get... Uh... McCausland and Hartling on mm-hmm. this week. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.